Hey, it's Casey Cheshire from EO Boston. It's an honor for my team at Ringmaster to partner with EO Atlanta to produce this great podcast. If you're interested in an experience share around what it takes to launch a podcast, how to be a better host, or a great guest, shoot me an email at casey at ringmaster.com. And now back to the show. Entrepreneurship is hard. So let's fix that and dive into our hero's journeys. This is Taking Flight, an entrepreneur's journey, and I'm Sarah Torville. Join me as we delve deep into the passions, expertise, and experiences of those already in flight. This show is sponsored by EO Atlanta. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our listeners, to our viewers, to the EO Atlanta Taking Flight podcast. This is a particularly special podcast today as we have somebody very, very important um, and very interesting and I'm and also just an enjoyable individual to speak with. So um, I'm excited to introduce that individual in a moment, but um, let me just lay the foundations of who we are talking to today. So this person uh, flawlessly combines being a businessman and a dedicated family man, proving that one does not hinder the other. He is a dedicated philanthropist and is a board member at The Giving Kitchen. He is an innovative entrepreneur with an impressive vision for the future, CEO and founder of Slater Hospitality, and of course, introducing the new EO Atlanta president, Kelvin Slater. Welcome to the show. Well, what? Who were you introducing again? Is that <laughs> I see you looking bashful. <laughs> Uh, but no, thank you. Um, thank you for sharing those words. Um, and I'm just happy to be here. Um, I was waiting to get a chance to come speak with you on this. It seems like it's taken, it is actually taking flight. So I'm happy yes. to be here. It is taking flight. You're right. Today we are taking flight with you, Calvin. So, and I'm grateful for you joining and the timing is perfect. Obviously we've just moved into a new fiscal year for EO Atlanta. So and you as president, and I just know uh, many of us, including myself, are really enjoying being part of your team. So, but let's start. I want to ask that that question, which I always start our podcast with, because I feel like it really gives us a really good sense into kind of how you started. So, what did you get right, Kelvin, when you start when you first took your flight into your entrepreneurial journey? Well. You know, I would have to comment on that intro as flawless. Um, I think um, I was anything but flawless um, and um, still am. Um, I look back and, you know, as far as what what was it? Um, you're actually speaking to a person that um, in 18 um, served two years in um, federal pen you know, federal penitentiary convicted of four counts, each holding a year. Um, Senate's got um, reduced to two years. Um, and my life changed. I was in college um, and um, it all went out the window of whatever I was planning on doing. And I joke around now saying like that was my first um, stench as being an entrepreneur. Um, it was drug related marijuana. Um, but, um, you look at it now and it's everywhere, but at that time it was not the way that it is right now. So, um, that really, I got that wrong. Um, but it turned out to be all right. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it, I can't imagine what that was like. But um, so how did that make everything all right? Tell me a little bit about what what made that? What did you learn? What do you think you learned the most from that experience that, that put you on the right path? Well, um, it's a laundry list of items. Um, the things that stick out to me the most is, um, you know, it was a it, it turned out to be a moment, but in that moment, I couldn't see the end. Um, I couldn't see where this was going to go. So all I could do was. I did not want to be a statistic. Um, I did not want to be, um, you know, as far as got in trouble, did this, never was able to get back on track and never really hit my full potential. Um, so I started out like, hey, this is something I'm going to have to do. Um, and I did it pretty much um, showing up and at the um, federal prison on my own. I took a bus ride there. Um, I got Gosh. there. I um, um, got onboarded, so to speak. And I started that two year journey. Um, and then in that journey, I started working um, in the kitchen. Right. And there was uh, um, the guards you call hacks. And that particular person, um, I was the youngest person there and took interest in like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. Um, you're just too young. Yeah. And so I started working in the kitchen and I was getting up at 3.30 in the morning to do breakfast for all the other inmates. Um, and that started the discipline. I had not had any restaurant training prior to that. And I believe, um, I believe God took something that was so devastating and turned it into something that I was going to be able to use later in life. Mm -hmm. and, um, as I went through that, um, going through that process, two years there, halfway house, getting out, um, getting back in college. My first jobs that I got were in the restaurant business. Right. That will, and I learned all that from being there. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I will refer to that as camp as we move forward. Um, and I've always used the word camp um, during that time because um, I learned something. Right. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about me mm -hmm. uh, and how and how do I go about doing life. Um, and that is why I look at things. I look at things differently. No, you know, even the good or the bad. I just, I just see it differently because I know today doesn't have to be based on where yesterday was. Right. Right. That's really good. I can't imagine the, um, the guts it took. I know you had to, but the, but the guts it took to get on a bus and take yourself to prison. No. Yeah. That, um, you know, I, I look at that, um, I didn't want the parents to drive me. At first yeah. I was in prison. I wasn't going to have my parents drop me off at the front, you know? So, um, I, I had to, I had to grow up, yeah. you know, I had to, um, take on this, this challenge or this situation that I've gotten myself into, um, and own it, mm. you know? And, yeah. um, and I did, I didn't let anybody come visit me while I was there. 
Um, I barely talked on the phone. I just, I wrote letters to let, you know, my mom and you know that um, I was okay. Mm -hmm. um, something that I, I did, you yeah. know, so I had to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, a very, I'm sure a life turning moment and, um, and, and difficult to see the, like you say, difficult to see through it at that time, but how nice to be able to, well, look back and yeah, see how far you have come as an individual. So I appreciate you sharing that with us, Calvin, because I think it kind of does lay the foundation of really what you're going to tell us next in this podcast. I'm excited to kind of get into that because, um, you know, like I'm assuming, I mean, you already mentioned a very important person actually who in that kitchen was training you. And I, I'm not sure whether this is, person is a co-pilot, but who are or were your co-pilots on this journey? Because we know it takes a team of people to help us. Yeah. The one thing I, I, I want to add to what you just said, Sarah, is mm -hmm. that, you know, I don't, I was very ashamed of the story. Um, and I have just recently started getting myself um, to a point to share. And it's in the story is, is deeper and longer. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm, yeah. I'm just getting into a point to where I can share it. And I didn't want people to you to view me as that person or that title or that conviction or that label. Um, and that's why I kind of held it. But I've, I've come to realize, and even speaking with, uh, with you, with taking flight is that it's a story that I may need to share. I may need to um, let people know that despite what life throws at you, whether you did it or it was done to you, mm -hmm. it's not the end. Um, yeah. Uh, um, and, you know, certainly uh, it can be the beginning mm -hmm. uh, of something different. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of share that just to, yeah that let you know what this, what, how deep this is for me to speak openly and freely about it. So yeah. um, now back to your question, I, I, you know, while I was talking, I was thinking about it and, you know, I look at it like this. I do have, you know, I'm a believer and I believe in God and I, I ultimate co-pilot. Uh, my wife, um, who we're in business together, um, is definitely a co-pilot. Um, but I do think I've had many co-pilots because the destination changes sometimes Yeah, where I was, where I was going, or I might've gotten there. So I needed to get someone else to challenge, inspire, or lead me to the next destination. So I'm always, um, I'm always changing co-pilots, so to speak, because there's something um, that they're continuing to reach for or something to learn. And that person may have what I need to learn. Mm -hmm. uh, or I may be someone else's co-pilot. That's true. You know, so yeah. um, I'm kind of fluid there, but those are the two main I look at. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much here that I kind of want to get into because I mean I've ex and I've even had a chance to experience what you have created now as an entrepreneur and I can imagine that is a journey and a pathway to get to that outcome alone because it what I experienced in Atlanta at um leave of absence is 
is absolutely incredible. So um, I want to understand your your pathway and how you accomplish this. So, um, but before we kind of get, I suppose, a little bit more into that, about that journey, um, I'd love to know, you know, obviously this podcast is very much about education and we know as entrepreneurs that there are challenges, multiple challenges we're dealing with at one time. Is there anything specific, Kelvin, that, is happening right now in your world, in your industry or your business that is a, is a challenge you're trying to solve and, and you've, maybe you're halfway through it, maybe you're fully through it, but you can share that with us and how you overcame that. Yeah, I, I think it's an ongoing um, um, challenge. Um, I think, you know, in the restaurant industry um, right now, it's all prices, uh, labor um, and, you know, the, the point of, you know, you still got to be relevant to the, the consumer. But right now, labor um, and how the in, inflation has kind of um, increased everything that we were buying maybe two years ago or a year yeah. ago. Um, but our mentality that when we look at this, because this is not the first time that this has happened. I've been in the restaurant business pretty much my entire life. And so we've seen all these different challenges um, from 08 to, you know, the most recent one in 2020, uh, we don't need to talk about, but, no. uh, um, and so my take on it, we're going to, there's going to be losers and winners and we want to be a winner. Mm -hmm. um, so despite the circumstances, you still, we still have to provide what we've set out to provide from the beginning. Um, we create a place where people can enjoy themselves, um, that they want to go and tell friends. And um, despite the things that we have no control over. Um, so I, I look at um, all of that as something in spite of we still have to do. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, you got to overcome it. You're right. And I can, I now, I could say, well, yeah, just because of that, we can't, but that's not the mentality of the entrepreneur. Yeah. No. The, we, you know, despite the challenges, this is how we overcome it. This is what we did to offset it. Yeah. And um, sometimes that is, you know, restructuring the people that work there. Sometimes mm -hmm. that's, you know, splitting a business off or closing down a division, but, you know, we're going to be on the side of winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. that. That is a very strong focus that you have on making it a good outcome. Yes. Is, yeah, we're seeing businesses continue to, you know, restaurant businesses continue to struggle and some close down and not survive. And even really good ones. I was looking recently in Atlanta's where to take somebody for a business lunch. And ones, I won't mention the names of these restaurants, but there were a couple which were used to be will go to places in Buckhead, which are no longer there. Yeah, it's no yeah. longer there. So it's 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 happening. It's happening. It, it is very much happening. And yeah. I think for our industry, um, we don't always talk about it to each other. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're always, you know, um, but I remember um, uh, a restaurant tour, a famous restaurant tour um, that I was watching as a um, I think it was listening to a podcast or they were having a documentary. And he said something that I just never forget. He said, a busy restaurant is a busy restaurant, but is it making money? Right. I've mm -hmm. always 
And I've gotten caught in that. I've, I've been busy and like, we've been just slaying it. And then we weren't tight as on the financials as we should have yeah. been. So we're, yeah. we're letting money slip through the fingers, you know? Yeah. And, and that really applies to so many, actually just about every business too. I mean, not the busy restaurant bit, but the, the top line revenue doesn't mean anything if the bottom line is just, there's no money to be made. It's like, you're, all you're doing is you're, you're paying payroll. Yes, that's 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's not what I signed up to do this. Yeah. Not the only reason, rather. No. You know what? For years, though, when I was running Media Frenzy going back many years, I kind of thought that was okay. It's like, well, I make payroll happen and I pay myself decent salary and off we go. And then and then you start, uh-uh, there's a lot more to it than that. And you're like, it's wow, I had no idea. <laughs> so naive. But I, you know, that's, I, I look at that and um, that's part of the journey, right? Yeah. You know, um, if we can, if we look at to continue to be learners um, and, you know, we adapt, that's, that's the beauty and that's the sweet spot that we can get to and know that, you know, oh, there's more to this and I can't, and I can be okay with it um, moving forward. So uh, yeah. that. That kind of inspires me and gives me some insight because, hey, not every day is cupcakes and ice cream. No. No. No, it's not. I wish it was. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, here's another Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I wouldn't appreciate it when cupcakes and ice cream come around if they came around every day. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, here's the thing, too, and, and I kind of go by this as well, is that I don't know, I don't know if I learn as much during the cupcakes and ice cream times versus during the humbling challenging disappointment times you know i think i learned yeah. more doing that um because it has it, one it might slow me it definitely slows me down and mm -hmm. i can look at to what actually was being taught in that moment mm -hmm. uh, if i'm just killing it playing it I, I i don't know it's fun but i'm not learning and yeah. that up is coming well that, exactly as soon as that that's the strange thing about life. As soon as you think you've got it, you realize you haven't. No, <laughs> it's like no, you don't no, have it. Yeah. No, no. The next as soon as you think you're humble, around. you're like, I'm not humble anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> never, never humble. Never humble. But, but tell me, how, how are you? I mean, how are you managing that whole, I mean, I know other people in the restaurant business or, you know, um, like franchise restaurants and things like that. And this whole, supply chain issue and you know the human issues you talked about but I mean like is, is have you is there something some revelation that you've been able to figure out or how are you managing that because when again when I've been to your place as well I mean you don't just you have pretty exceptional people people who know mm -hmm. their wine exceptionally well and you know people who are you know there's a lot I think you've chosen well um but how are you how have you handled that um, it is this the team, you know, I think, you know, early on, we had a smaller team that were really close to us and we got a chance to spend a lot of time with them. And but right now, the team, the directors, uh, you know, the uh, officers, you know, all the people that are just bought into what Slater Hospitality is about and then share that all the way, you know, downstream, so to speak. Um, mm -hmm. And it, and again, we don't always get it right, you know? Um, and I think, and when you look at it, um, 
we're not perfect, but we strive for excellence. Yeah. You know, strive for that. And, you know, some days are better than some, but we like, yeah. okay, you got me today, but we're coming yeah. back. Or yeah. if we all did, we definitely let people know that, hey, you did an awesome job. Uh, what you did, what you said, the guests loved it. Or if you said something and shared something with another team member, you know, we kind of praise that as well because um, we don't know where each other's at unless that person actually says something. No, that's very you know? true. And um, and then in normally in our business, in the industry, restaurant in, industry, we were always the, and I can say this because I came through the whole system, but we always were the, you know, some of the little challenge and, um, you know, maybe we party too much and that was our job. You know, we can always have a restaurant job. And um, so we probably need that extra touch along the way where people right. want to help and care and um, yeah. Yeah. just a voice for somebody um, um, to listen or speak into. So I've taken that part as, as a mission in the industry, my wife and I, to kind of speak into that with people, with some of the staff and even the ones that work with us or that don't. That's nice. I just want to make sure I'm understanding that right. So you're, I think you're, what you're saying is the, these, the people within the restaurant industry, you know, you, you're, you're making sure that you lean in enough that, that you've created that, that bond with them, that, you know, you don't know what they've gone through. Some people may have had good careers and have now, now they're working in the restaurant industry, like as a waiter, like they come from all, I mean, I, I meet I, people all the time and they, you know, people say to me, I, I can't get a job in IT. And so I'm waitressing right now and she's my yeah. age. And you think, I mean, that's a journey. That's difficult to do right. that. Yeah. Right. Is that what you mean when you say, and so those are the people you, you want to just lean in a bit more to them because maybe right. they need it. Yeah, I think we made ourselves available for the most part. Um, I do think as this current time that more people are more insulated than they were in the past. And, you know, you really got to, um, you know, if there's a window or, or, or a opportunity that that person may want to speak in, you make the time for it Yeah. Um, uh, because it doesn't come as often. Um, and um, And it's just part of, you know, I've always wanted to be because I look at my life, you know, somebody had yeah. to take some time and yeah. share something. And then I got a desire to want to do better, be better. And, um, and I had help along the way, you know, yeah. and, you know, my life did not have to be like this. It really, no. you know, there was a moment in this whole transaction back in 18 that I could have died. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I could have, um, and I was told that from the arresting officer, he's like, you right. might not have made it through this, you know, because of what this other person had on them. Um, so I, I, whenever I'm feeling, um, why me, um, uh, or yeah, yeah. Um, in that moment, I think about those times and I'm like, okay, you know, this mm -hmm. is that moment. How are you going to get through it? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's very, very true. Okay. So um, I don't know if there was a book, for, um, Kelvin, that uh, your, your story is so good, but like it, and there's obviously so many great books out there, so many other great entrepreneurial stories. I don't know. Is there something that you kind of feel like is very special to you as a book that may have helped you through your journey, as a, even as an individual, beyond just being an entrepreneur? 
you know, unlike Mandy and I were avid readers, and um, I think over the last couple of years, um, I hadn't read as much. Um, and, you know, and I, I wanted to get back to, you know, as we're in this little transition in business, mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to figure out the best way um, to continue to move forward. I went back to some of the things that I used to do. So I've, I've started back reading and I had a stack of books. Um, I have a coach that sends books and, you know, so I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm way down, you know, so, <laughs> but I do, I yeah. like the books that I love um, on the business or professional. And I do read mystery novels as well, but the, the ones on, on the, you know, despite all odds okay. uh, mm-hmm. that, that this person still was able to come through because right. it resonates, you know, and then I love the, the, the mindset of staying positive um, and seeking good in those difficult situations. Um, there's a book I keep on my, um, on the desk, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, I, I just read that from time to time, a page or two out of it, because I just, it's such a moving book on how you think okay. and what you allow to be entered into your thought process. And if you speak it, if you allow negative to come out, your expectation will be negative. Okay. Um, so I really, um, I had that and just leaned up on the side of my desk. Um, I currently just finished reading uh, David Goggins' Never, Never Finished. Right. Um, I'm currently reading right now um, Tim Grover, Winning. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm reading that right now. And then I have uh, several more on deck. Um, so I don't. Right. Um, and so I, I love because I, I think just from writing from, you know, from one spot to another in in Atlanta or wherever, there's so much input that's coming in, you know, whether it's negative as a radio, if you see a sign or somebody, you know, flick someone off, there's so much you can pick up on. So I've always tried to keep positive things or feeding my brain, my mind positivity because it's so easy to go negative. Mm-hmm. I agree. Know? And I have to, I have to continue to do that. And, um, the challenge of, you know, of reading or seeing people overcome um, yeah. and become better, and 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 despite like being at the very bottom, and I and I think, you know, for me, I really didn't have. I was a number, so that was really, you know, no rights, you know. So I th- I, I resonate with that as well. Mm-hmm. That's um, right, you were a number, incredible. Okay. What excites you about the future? What does your future of flight look like? And we know it's going to be positive because this is all positive thinking. <laughs> yeah, you know, I do think, you know, when I look at it, um, I, um, you know, as far as, you know, I don't know what the next step, but I I look at life like this. Um, five years ago, opening Blue Moon Pizza, I mean, I'm sorry, opening Blue Moon Pizza in 20, in 2003, I was a restaurant manager for several concepts before that for years. 
So I'm like, whatever happened before Blue Moon was preparing me for, I didn't even know Blue Moon was going to be there during those mm-hmm. times. So it kind of prepared me when the idea and opportunity came to create a concept. Mm-hmm. So I had that. So once I saw that and was able to like, okay, we can do this. We did it. So running Blue Moon, growing that to multiple locations, we had five locations, um, one out of state. Uh, and then selling it, didn't really know what the next thing was going to be until we started looking at rooftops and ponds. But before Blue Moon, Blue Moon experience was preparing me for this next experience. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then Ponce prepared me for the LOA experience. Right. You know? So I'm looking at yeah. having both of these locations now. I don't know what's next. I, I don't mm-hmm. know, but I'm, I'm honing the skills of what I have to do day to day to be able and ready to take on whatever that next challenge is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and, and simply to say, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of it mm-hmm. and I'm not locked in that it has to be one thing. Um, and that's why, you know, when, you know, we talk about um, the theme this year is dream big for, yeah. um, for my team. Um, and that's kind of where it is. I don't know, but I know that I want to grow. I know I want to um, be challenged. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that challenge is not, you know, cupcakes and ice cream challenge. Sometimes it's the one that really gets, you know, yeah. break down a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like we spoke before, that's when we grow. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I couldn't pinpoint. I just know I'm preparing myself for what's next. Yeah. I love that. I'm looking forward to seeing what's next because I know there's going to be an, I can't imagine where you go. And even if it takes years, it doesn't matter. It's like, it doesn't, oh, and then no. I hate, I don't want anyone to listen to this and think, oh, there's always got to be a next. It's like, no, you know what? No. there doesn't have to always be a next. You can actually enjoy it now. Cause I, yes. I forget that as a, a business owner too. Like there are times when you can say, you know what, I'm just going to enjoy doing this right now. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but I, you know, again, I mean, I hadn't experienced your concept until I, you know, you kindly allowed me to bring Frenzy up there and we did a bit of a launch and, um, but it's such a, yeah, a very, very great concept and everything seemed to be done extremely well with, you know, just all the components of on top of a rooftop, looking out across the city, drinking a gorgeous cocktail could be in the pool, could be in a meeting, could be eating food. It's like, wow, that's like, isn't that it's, it's clever? It's so, right. um, yeah, where do you go next? I don't know where you go next. So I think, you know, I do, we do enjoy watching people like the staff grow. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so I don't, you know, I think, you know, as of now, we have enough to work on to make mm-hmm. sure we're doing the best we can. Yeah with what we have and we're probably going to have to do more with less mm-hmm. um, as we battle through um what's out there but yeah, yeah. um it's a moment in time yeah it's okay. a moment that's, in time that's, that's is that your is that your quote Kelvin? i love that, that. is my it's, internal that i i, I say moment in um, time. um you know and i and sometimes i forget to say it um uh but i have to be reminded because the the pressure we put on ourselves 
other pressure in the moment, um, sometimes cloudy. Yeah. And we, we got it. We get back to like a moment in time really responds to you look back at what we thought that it was so going to be so devastating mm-hmm. um, to us. But you look back, you got through it. Yeah. No, you, I agree. You got it through it. It's just a moment in time. It's just a moment in time. Yeah. 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 My my dog came to say hi. Sorry, doing the hey. podcast. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. So I want to know, like, present day, Kelvin, what problem do you solve, and what impact have you made? Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I never, I did not know my real father, um, and uh, I didn't get an opportunity. Uh, Mandy, back in 2019, I believe, uh, got me the ancestry, um, and oh, yeah. I um, I hesitated on filling it out mm-hmm. um, and sending it off, um, and then you know, I finally did during COVID. I got a you know a message about it, and. Um, and I was kind of hesitant of like, you know, what should I do? You know, yeah. and, um, so I ended up, re- you know, responding and, you know, figuring out and it turns out they they were looking for me all these years. And, um, oh my gosh, a biological father, um, what had passed away and had passed away while I was living in Atlanta. And I got here in 2000, and I I believe it was like in the early, um, maybe maybe 2009 or something like that, that he passed away, but left. There was like nine brothers and sisters. And um, I have, connected with them and they've come to visit and just so happy to know me yes um and so what makes me and like i want to be that dad for my kids Um, and um, sometimes it's challenging than others but i just know how i felt yeah um in the moment when um in in seeking or trying to get a you know just the curiosity and i just wanted that i don't want that for them i want to stay involved and that as me as a father and my wife and i were in business together so we do a lot of things to help enrich that yeah uh, on our um on our personal level mm-hmm. uh, because you know you take to most people they say well i don't understand how you and your wife do business together mm-hmm. Um, but we have a system um, yeah. that do that works great for us, and yeah. um, and we you know and we facilitate a um, couples group based right. on what we've learned as well um, once That's a year. Great. That's great. Um, and then in business, I just I just want people um, if they have opportunity and they want to grow and they want to um, and just just be the example. Yeah. You know? Um, and, um, and the example is not always hitting it out of the part. It's about, you know, staying in the game. Yeah, that's great. So 
The introspection question, Kelvin. If you were to do this again, would you do do it all over again? I would. You know, I, I think it made me. I think it made me uh, who I am. Um, I think it it allowed me to know um, that whatever's out there that is unknown that um, I'm going to have to deal with the good or the bad. I've already dealt with a lot, you yeah. know, and it kind of grooved me to become the person which is still learning. But um, I would, I, I don't, I don't, you know, who knows if I didn't do that at 18, that it would not have something happened to me at 22, mm-hmm. 32, you know? Um, I, and I always say I'd much rather it happen to me at an early age yeah, and later in life, which would be highly crippling. Yeah. To yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I love that. So um, what about passions? Like Kelvin, I know you're obviously, I love the fact I've met Mandy, your wife, and mm-hmm. she seems great, very down to earth, fun individual. I want to spend more time with her. Yes. Um, two great kids. You're from Florida originally, I think, but what, yes. what, what else do you do? What else? Uh, um, Not that there know. has to be any more. Then that doesn't have to be. Any. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Uh, you know, I do. Um, we do cook a lot. We, you know, I'm, I'm the person that, you know, may wake up and like, I want to do this and I got to go all over town to get all the ingredients mm-hmm. um, to do that. I do. Um, I fly fish. I play golf. Um, I, uh, I don't coach our kids sports, but we're at most games, mm-hmm. uh, for the kids sports. Um, I have a chess player. Um, uh, I read and I, and I journal, um, I do write, um, this is the one that I do write poems and, uh, uh, quotes and, and sayings, you know, I have a yeah. book I write and I try to write every day in it and and some of it just um mind dump um other days i i take a word and i just feed that into you know a poem or something so yeah so i do that and i try to just stay balanced you know um and enjoy today yeah i love enjoy today very very good and poems, I started trying to write some poems actually when I went away last year and found myself for the first time ever actually, yeah, I, I could see myself wanting to take myself away for a week and just do that, which yeah. um, I think if, you, if you're, I'm a, I'm a lover of words and so, and it sounds like you are too. Um, so yeah, what a nice thing to do. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I think there's, there's a story or an ongoing story inside of, of, of us all, mm-hmm. whether we tap, tap it and take the time to elaborate on it is the, is the release of that emotion, you know, yeah. it could be really um, therapeutic. And I do it just because, it, and, all right, I'll take it back. I'm doing it and I'm forcing myself to do it sometimes just because I may just write two words on the paper. Yeah. But I want to get into the habit of doing that every day because I do think there's something that I'm going to write eventually. Yeah. 
And so, and uh, so I, that is the other reason I do it because I wanted to be prepared and mm-hmm. prepare myself for what's yeah. next. What's next? There we go. So how can people connect with you, Calvin? I'm um, simple. I'm, I'm really, um, my email address, KF Slater at Slater Hospitality. Um, you can go to slaterhospitality.com um, and share. You can do it through the, you know, for those of you in EO, through the EO network, you know, um, uh, platform. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty pretty accessible. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. I don't do a lot of activity on there, um, but I can be reached. And, I, and if someone reaches out, I'm always, I set it up, you know, to, you never know what I'm going to benefit out of it or what can be shared to, we both benefit something. Exactly. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. Well, this has been a pleasure chatting with you, Kelvin, today. And um, this is the first time I've heard your story. Um, and I think it's, um, it's wonderful that you've shared it, especially you. what you're, you know, you're moving your, your um, role at EO and, um, there's a lot of people behind you supporting you. And I think when you get to know the full person better, I think we just, we all lean in more and support yes. each other. So I think it's really great that you've shared it and, um, yeah, the conversation has been wonderful. So, um, for our listeners uh, and our viewers, we appreciate you joining us. We hope every time you listen and watch us that you're learning something. That is our overall overarching goal. Um, and I love the fact that I meet people all the time and they tell me the different episodes they've listened to and what they took away. And really, that's fantastic. So please do share that with your friends, with your colleagues, um, with your family. This is not just for EO Atlanta members. This is for anybody who's looking to get some inspiration of what it takes to run a business. So um, once again, thank you, Kelvin, for joining us today. Hey, thank you. And um, and most of all, I think, Sarah, uh, you made it so easy um, yeah. to speak and um, to tell the story and um, um, just very comfortable. Um, and um, I can learn a lot from you. So thank you. Vice versa. That's great. Yeah, well, you're very welcome. So this has been another exciting episode of EO Atlantis Taking Flight. And I am excited to see everybody next time. Thank you. Thank you. And so that wraps up another episode. Thank you for joining. For show notes and other episodes, visit us at takingflight.live. For more information about EO Atlanta, visit eoatlanta.org. Special thanks to the following sponsors.